0: What's going on, family? It's your boy, Kenny. We're back with another edition of Conversations with Kenny. We're here doing the wrap-up edition of WrestleMania. As you already know, WrestleMania was uh, this past weekend, and there was so much to uh, to talk about. I wanted to bring in uh, someone to have a live discussion with this. We're going to go over um, the, the highs and lows of WrestleMania. We're going to go over Monday Night Raw, which to uh to to a lot of people's opinion it was running through twitter last night it was a it was a shit show of a of a show i got my my guest here he's he's shaking his head right now if you guys are watching the live version of this right now uh you could definitely tell like it was it was un uh unwatchable at times and and sometimes it was it was okay um but let's get to a little bit of house cleaning guys you already know that uh Every single episode is sponsored by Ringside Collectibles. They are your number one resource for um, action figures. Use the code word "the call up" to save ten percent on your next order. I'm gonna introduce. I'm gonna have my my guest introduce himself right now as we go over uh, this big weekend in wrestling. Guys, introduce yourself, Kyle.
1: Hey, it's your boy Kyle Benitez, big wrestling fan out in Staten Island, New York. You know, just representing. Appreciate the opportunity, man.
0: Nah, no, no problem. I, you know, you 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 guys hit me up. You and Benny hit me up and said, you know, uh, he he put the he put the word in, and I said, you know, I'm always down to talk with somebody about wrestling, um, especially with you know with this weekend. I like to get everybody's opinion um, of a lot of things. So I, I'm gonna start it off with there. What did you think overall of of Mania as a whole? I mean, overall, uh huh. I mean, I expected more.
1: I mean, they they jam-packed night two, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, I think it's going good, and then it just ends up being a just downpour of terribleness. I don't know how Bianca won. I don't know how Roman won. The four-way women's tag match, that was pointless. I think night one was better overall, Mm -hmm. but not even that much, because, like, outside of the tag team match and Rhea versus Charlotte, what? What was really, you know, rememberable. Um, right. So some let, moments.
0: Let's, yeah. So let, let's get into night one. What what was a, what was a high for you for night one? Let's just start off with the highs and then we'll, we'll go down and we start hitting people with the lows.
1: The highs was honestly, I think that if the bloodline storyline didn't get so big with Sammy. Mm-hmm. Rhea and Charlotte as the main event would have been absolutely perfect. Right. That match was outstanding. Exceeded all expectations. I mean, even though you know they didn't get the main event,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know they still put on a show. And then, of course, KO and Sammy winning was the highlight of the night. Storybook ending. Sammy got the win. You know, it's just beautiful. Everything else this mediocre. Seth versus yeah. Logan. Eh. I mean, what do you really expect? I mean, Logan Paul practices his matches for like three months, and then. Leave so. That's a, that's a it is what it is, but surprisingly, what, I, what exceeded all my expectations was the four-way men's tag.
0: I, you know, a lot of people said that
1: that match was. I mean, no, everybody knows, right? Like when they put together random match like that,
0: mm-hmm. anything
1: could go wrong. It could just be just a bathroom break, so to speak. Right. But man, it was spot after spot after spot. Dawkins playing out, Strowman on the side. That was beautiful. Ricochet doing what he does. And bro, Chad Gable needs more respect. That man is amazing in the ring.
0: Exactly. I've been saying amazing. that time and time again, where, like, Chad Gable is – and he's he's built himself up to become a, a big star in in the company and – I don't know with this whole new talk of like this merger with you, you know, it's the worst um, thing
1: to have in the wrestling
0: endeavor and stuff like that, and UFC, you know, uh, and then, like Vince being more into the the company now. You know, people like a Chad Gable, like uh, a Montes Ford, oh, you know, even uh, even uh, even a Dominic Mysterio could could Dom, hurt from this, You know, could hurt from this a lot. Um, you know, you bring up the Rhea Ripley and and Charlotte Flair match. That was a really good match. I love the simple fact. Like I, at first, when when they said they were going to be the main event, I was just like, why? Because it wasn't so much of a build to it. But when you look at it, yeah. you know, when you look at it, they did have a past. They didn't really get to tell the story the way they were they wanted to when they first met. When Rhea was I had no friends. From his an You know what I mean? So this is like a continuation, like a redo of that past feud between those two. And they did mention it a lot of the times where, you know, Rhea said, like, I need to beat you. I need to get this championship off of you. And it wasn't because of the people. It was mostly for her. And the way they did this match, they built it up slow and then they ended it really high. Yeah, I mean,
1: like... I feel like you have to blame the writers on that one right? because there's so much story in there, years mm-hmm. in the making, you know, mm-hmm. from having WrestleMania in the performance center because of the pandemic, right. you know, Charlotte winning the NXT title, and then you had so much to build, and they did nothing with it. They had, what, two brawls? That's it. Yeah. I mean, there was, they barely went at it in promo battles.
0: Mm-hmm. They
1: barely built it up on SmackDown. Like, Rhea Ripley wins the Royal Rumble. She's not even on SmackDown that that week. She's out here touring, you know, in Australia and all over the world, trying to yeah. boost up WrestleMania. You're just like, guys, come on. You got to build the rivalry. Now, you know, what's done is done. They put on a stellar match. Mm-hmm. And, you know, earned my respect,
0: I so wish there was you, more. What do you think is next for Rhea Ripley now that she's uh, the SmackDown Women's champ? Who Who do you put in front of her? as that next opponent to go up against Rhea Ripley.
1: And I have no clue. I mean, you seen it yesterday confronting Bianca. Like, honestly, but, what are they going to do? They're going to, they're going to combine the belts on the women's hope, champion. that will be not. the worst thing possible. that will be the worst thing possible,
0: but it's, it's WWE. So anything is possible at this point, you know what I mean? Anything WWE. Yeah. The, WWE is like Disney. Like they will make, Literally. they'll, they'll make magic. They'll make magic, but, who's going to really love this magic type of thing? You know right. what I mean? But, um, you know, th- there was also another confrontation last night after Ripley and um, Bianca, and that was Raquel Rodriguez. You know what I mean? Yeah. They've had their moments, and if you watch a lot of, like, when they do house shows, a lot of the time, Ripley is going up against Raquel, and Raquel's a beast. You know what, mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, she can go toe-to-toe with... Bianca, Becky, Rip, Flair—like you just gotta give her that opportunity and that shine, and she's gonna make magic. And I, for me, I feel like that should be the next opponent for uh, Ripley going into SmackDown. It's like, hey, you know what? We got Raquel here. They work well together on house shows. The fans love it. There's a good reaction. Rip, uh, Ripley's good on the mic raquel's good on the mic let them go at it you don't necessarily that's, have, that's to, have, don't we'll have to have you don't have to have yeah you don't have to have raquel go in and win off the bat but at least showcase what she can do yeah, and then we can keep put on revisit, good matches, man. yeah and revisit this a little bit later down the line but now instead they just let's they see just wipe to Wipe
1: the fact that you know there was going to be triple threat matches for w- yeah. women's number mm-hmm. one contender.
0: Yeah, a lot of the scripts got teams around last boom. night.
1: Now they're back to being a tag team, mediocre tag team. I mean, yeah, the, I don't uh, understand that.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I don't. You have a you have a new champion, right? Right. Charlotte's gone. She's going on vacation again. They already announced it. She's going mm-hmm. on vacation. Uh, apparently, she's doing a, a bodybuilding. Contest in the summer.
0: Ah, oh, okay. That, okay, that make that makes sense, you know, because a lot of them is doing. But here is the thing, though. Bianca Belair did the same thing.
1: Exactly. She was on and she every was, week,
0: and she was still on TV every week, and she looked phenomenal. Exactly. I like, don't
1: understand how yeah. they could constantly keep doing this. Right. Like Charlotte comes in, she uh-huh. wins the title. She has a nice reign. She loses. She leaves. If she comes back again, mm-hmm. like I'm a big Charlotte fan, like I think she's probably like go down as the greatest women's wrestler of all time, in WWE. like
0: right. from
1: a skill point spot, like she is absolutely phenomenal. Forget the last name, like she did that all on her own. But it gets to the point where she's getting that like Ronda Rousey treatment, like she'll leave, then she come back. Yeah, she, she got, got the Brock shot.
0: That's the the Brock effect. That's what I call it.
1: Like you have outside of. I guess you said Raquel, there's really no, I guess you could say, actual threat to Rhea in the women's right. division like, at all. I mean, they butchered EO Sky.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: that's horrible. And then yesterday, there's no no story, no mention of Bailey at all. She's right. tweeting, you know, at the end of the story. What's that mean? Is she pulling a Sasha?
0: I don't know. I don't. Read? That's you know what, and that's what a lot of people were saying was, was like, is she gonna take her ball and go home? Because you know Bailey was backstage last night on Raw. She was ready to go. There were reports from Fightful and Wrestling Inc. St- you know, stating that you know Bailey was backstage. Bailey was dressed and and ready to go, and they decided to hold back on Bailey going out there. Um, they don't know exactly uh, why. Bailey was wasn't you know added on to uh, damage control. I know I've said it you know so many times before where I was just like if Bailey doesn't have a championship in her around her waist going in with damage control, then uh, do you really want to keep her as the leader of damage control? But now if Bailey's gone, do you really just call Eo Sky and Dakota Kai damage control because there's only two of them? It's pointless. Yeah. The let them go corner. the separate let them go their separate ways. Now you have two opponents that can go after Bianca Belair in the women's division on Raw, you know, and, and see, you know, where it goes from there.
1: Absolutely. And now, like, you just think about it, like, Bailey comes in, right? She comes mm-hmm. back, SummerSlam, right? She brings out Dakota, who just got fired months ago. Yep. Comes out with EO Sky. And you're like, okay, this is good. At that moment, you got to, like, get to the point where, okay, Bailey's coming back. She's one of our top woman stars. Like, she has to win a title. Right. Right? And they just dropped the ball. And you're just like, honestly, when is it going to get to the point where Bailey's going to get respected? Like, she tore ACL. She was out for that long. She comes back to a big pop. Everyone's surprised. She's a heel. Putting on great promos. Going back and forth with Becky. Going back and forth with Bianca. And then you're like, okay, now what? And then you bring in Lita and Trish Stratus, and you're like, oh, never mind then. That's pointless. The match, the match of WrestleMania was absolutely pointless, honestly. Yeah, it was. There's all these reports. Yeah, Trish is going to turn on Becky, set it up for SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. And then you get to the match, and you're expecting, like, okay, damage control has to win because Trish will turn on the both of them. And then they'll win. And then they don't win. And you're like, so what's the point? Trish doesn't turn. So we're gonna do? You're gonna have Trish turn on a random Raw? No, it's I think, pointless.
0: Yeah, I think more, more or less. I think what's gonna end up happening either they could turn her heel next week on Raw because the tag team title is gonna be up on the line, or you wait until uh, backlash in Puerto Rico and have her turn heel. Then, uh, you know, obviously you want to make that pay per view as big as possible. And I think no, this is why they're. Rico. Yeah, I think this is why they're doing certain matches to get people talking, right? Like we seen, you know, last night with um Bad Bunny and and Damien Priest, um and and Dominic Mysterio, which you know I, I asked you before it was like, you know, after the whole Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio match at Mania was next for X don And it looks like he's gonna end up either tagging with Damian Priest, or he's just gonna have a one-on-one match with uh, Bad Bunny. Which either way, I wouldn't be mad at. But here's the yeah. thing: if you have a tag team match with Bad Bunny, who do you put Bad Bunny with?
1: You got to put Bad Bunny with, with Dom.
0: No, I don't I'm I mean, tag wise, like who can who to, can go out there?
1: He has to tag with Ray.
0: I mean, it, 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 right. the
1: story writes itself, right? Bad Bunny helps Ray beat Dominic at WrestleMania, right. and then during the match last night between Theory and Ray, Dominic, you know, attacks Bad Bunny, and then Priest puts him through a table. The match is right there, right? Mm-hmm. But here's here's my thing, right? If you knew that was going to happen at WrestleMania, right? I don't really understand the fact that Ray had to win. I mean, okay, you got the Hall of Fame. For storyline purposes, right, mm-hmm. Dom is already so over with the fans because he's hilarious, right? right. Ex-con Dom, right? The entrance hilarious. <laughs> it makes the most sense for Dom to go over and Ray Joe goes, you know, this is my son. I'm going to put mm-hmm. him over and that will be that. And then Ray wins because Bad Bunny helps him. And you're just like, oh, okay. So this match is pretty pointless because they just want to get ready for the next per review right. That's how I took it, Right. And then you go to the, to last night, and I now you see everything come to fruition. Like okay, right. priest puts bunny through the table. Now we're definitely gonna get a tag match at Backlash, which I'm not mad at. You know, bad bunny is probably the only celebrity that's respected in the wrestling community. Mm-hmm. So
0: I'll
1: give it a pass. But honestly, like I don't really have high hopes for the match. Right. You know, it, it's just another celebrity match.
0: And I agree. You know, I agree with you on that one. When when you say about like Dominic. You know, like needing this win. I really think he should have won at WrestleMania. Oh, you know, it would have helped the story going into Monday, you know, where like say Ray loses, Dominic comes out to cut a promo, and you he sees Bad Bunny talking shit. You know what I mean? And now he could confront Bad Bunny. We didn't need Austin Theory versus Ray Mysterio last night.
1: That was so
0: that random. was a that was a that was a waste of a match that's all for, for the people, you know. That's all Vince. Um where you could have had just had Dominic cut a promo, get Bad Bunny involved, bring out Rey Mysterio to help Bad Bunny, exactly. and that could set up for your match for Backlash, you know, and that would have been so much better than what we got last night, where You get Austin Theory versus Rey Mysterio, and then you get the interference from Dominic and Bad Bunny coming out, and you have this whole big confrontation. Like The way Raw was structured yesterday looked like, you could definitely tell it wasn't prepared months in advance or weeks in advance. It looks like something that they just said, you know what? Let's just put this together. It's 6 o'clock. We have to go live at 7. You know what I mean? We have to do main event. We got to do Raw at 8. Like, let's just, you know, let's just put a show together. And I felt bad for those people that were out there at, um, at at the crypto arena last night. Because, like, you expect so much from the Raw after mania that a lot of people stay in L.A., Exactly. People are flying home today, where they could have, if they would have known that they were gonna have a shit show of a of a Monday Night Raw, they probably would have left Monday morning. A hundred percent. They would have made their way to the superstore, get whatever else they needed to get, you know, souvenir wise, and then jump on a plane and and go. This is why, like, for me, like, if, you know, if I would have went to, to Mania, I probably would have stood for for Raw. No, I would just want to just yeah. say, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna come home. People know, I mean, knew it was yeah.
1: going to be like that. I mean, growing up, the Raw, the WrestleMania is like the biggest, yeah, that's, biggest thing. You exactly. know, all new debuts, you know, people coming yeah. back. And we didn't get any. Well, We got Riddle coming back. Like, yeah. ooh, and, nobody cares.
0: Yeah. And, and, then, and then that took even forever for Riddle to come back where you had, um it was like two hours and some change. And then all of a sudden you get The Miz coming out. And I was just like, okay, yeah. like who's coming out now? And then all of a sudden you get Riddle. And he was like, "Okay, like that was pointless." So basically, you're gonna have something with the Miz and Riddle for like a week, and then That's what's different. next? What what is really next for Matt Riddle after that? Exactly. You know, but um, Austin Theory beating John Cena oh, out, on night one of of Mania. Um, I I didn't see that coming. I know a lot of other people did. I don't I actually, think anybody had, did. Yeah, I had like completely different visions for that one. Where like I said to myself, like, you know, you we they had the talks of like Jay White coming to, exactly. to Raw or uh, a Matt Cardona coming to to Raw and stuff like that. Um and and my initial reaction was hey, let John Cena win the belt, mm-hmm. let him go on to Monday Night Raw, do an open challenge. Exactly. You know, I mean, he could he could face anyone. You could have put this title on Braun Breaker and call him up. Exactly. Him
1: losing at at Stand Deliver, like I'm like, okay, so Breaker's gonna debut yep. on Raw at the WrestleMania. It makes perfect sense. And then he doesn't, and you're like, uh, so what's next for Braun Breaker? He's gonna run yep. it back with Carmelo Hayes. There's nothing else left for him to do in NXT. Nothing left. You need to build new stars. That's exactly. what NC's for, right? He's a build new yeah. stars. And I mean, then boom, he doesn't debut. And you're yeah. like, it's so just black. Like yeah. what? You go bring him on SmackDown? No, it doesn't make any sense.
0: Like, yeah, this this win did absolutely nothing for Austin Theory at all. Nothing um, at all. You know, as And a disrespect see, as you, to John yeah. Cena, honestly. Yeah, and as you can like, see. Like that match I mean, was
1: barely what, ten minutes? Yeah.
0: yeah, it was like maybe like seven to ten minutes from, from uh from start to close uh, but you could you could even see it from last night where, like, you had him face Rey Mysterio for, like, no reason. That match didn't – the match he had with John Cena did nothing for him. The match he had with Rey Mysterio did nothing for him. Exactly. He was just a filler for two cards. If you look at it, I feel like – I
1: said this during um, night one. I was like, man, they could have put this on, like, in the middle of the show, yep. and nobody would have cared. Like, I would have started off. With the tag match, four-way tag match, because that was more entertaining than Theory and Cena. Because you think about, like, they build this up to be so good, right? You know, Cena versing on the new up and comer who thinks he's the best and he's the future. And then John comes out, and you're like, yeah, you can feel it. You got the Make-A-Wish kids on the stage. This is all John Cena. The writing's on the wall for Cena to win one more time and then go about his business back to Hollywood. And then he he barely puts in any offense in the match. And then he gets cheated and then he, he loses the match. And you just like, yo, how disrespectful is that to John Cena of all people, John Cena. Big match John puts on a mediocre match at WrestleMania. And you're just like, I don't even know where we go from this. Like, I don't even want Cena to come back anymore. He's just retired at this point.
0: Right. I don't I don't think, yeah, I don't think Cena's gonna come back at this point unless you um, you know, you you're either gonna put a title on him or use but you know it's John Cena. He does anything for this exactly. company. So you can ask him to come back a freaking backlash and I guarantee you he'll say yes. If he has, you know, the, uh, available time to, uh, you know, to do so. Um, one of the main things that everybody's talking about now, uh, you know, and we'll get into that and, and transition onto what happened on, on raw is Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. What did you think overall of the beginning of this story we can't say it's the end because technically we we still have so much more to this story, but so far in a whole, like, what are you thinking overall about this match? Oh
1: man. Well, I think you know how this, that night went for me.
0: <laughs> Big Cody
1: Mark. Um, right. Man. For a company who lacks baby faces, a top baby face star, right? like another John Cena, so to speak. You had the opportunity right there, you know? Finish the story, so to speak. That's the slogan. Uh Finish the story. Man, was that match so good. We should have known that the Bloodline was going to get involved. We should have known, right? We should have known the Usos were going to come out and KO and Sammy would probably help. And then you're thinking like, okay, something's going to go down with Solo, right? You see the little interference on... On Twitter, it was like, oh, look at Roman spazzing on Solo as he's going up mm-hmm. the ramp. So, like, okay, maybe the bloodline's really breaking. Something's going right. wrong. The bloodline's gonna be done after WrestleMania, right? They're all gonna lose their titles. They're all gonna break up and go their own way. And I'm like, okay, maybe Solo costs Roman the titles. Mm-hmm. That's the reason, like, he gets kicked out like, okay, something's gonna happen. But nobody expected that. For For a thousand-day record, that's what they want? Yep. Man, you do months of storylines for Cody, right? Coming back from a crazy injury, winning the Royal Rumble, right? And then he has to go through the adversity of Sammy being more over than him. Right? So now there's all these doubts like, oh, maybe Cody doesn't deserve this. Maybe Sammy's the one who needs to beat Roman. And then he's like, okay. You know what? We'll give them the Sammy match at Elimination Chamber in his hometown. All right. Boom. He loses. She's like, okay. All eyes on Cody now. Week after week after week, Cody comes out, top notch promos, goes at it with Paul Heyman, goes at it with Solo, helps KO and Sammy get together. And they're like, you know what? This is perfect. Cody needs to win at WrestleMania to finish the story and bring the company to a new to a new atmosphere, a new, a new level, right. because Roman is just draining both of those titles. The biggest mistake was making it undisputed, and now they have no way to take either one off of him. And then at WrestleMania, the match is going on. You're like, "Yes, Cody, Cody's gonna win. Cody's gonna win." And then the ending, and you're like, "This is horrible for business." And you think about it, maybe that's the reason they did it—the new, the new buying of the company, right. Endeavor.
0: So, so all right, that's so, the
1: only thing I could think of. So okay,
0: so I I, I hear I hear your point. And I'm so glad that you're here because like I, I like Cody Rhodes. Let me before before I get into why I think it was the right decision to keep the belts on Roman. I like Cody Rhodes, right? I think he's a, a a great talent. And I was glad that when you know he came to WWE. Um, but here's the thing: they are literally handing him everything
1: that is at this true. point, that right? Is
0: true. They have been giving the fans what they want. Hey, we bring you someone new. Well, we you know when he left as Stardust, and now he's come back as the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. We're giving you someone that you love. All right. If he didn't tear his his pec, I guarantee he would have won Money in the Bank. It would have oh, been a completely 100%. different. It would have been a completely different. You know, take on everything, right? He comes in, he beats Seth Rollins not once but twice. Three times. He three times. He comes in, wins the Royal Rumble and number 30. Right? Yeah, that was yeah, Doesn't me, even okay. doesn't even make it a surprise. Number not 30 either. Cody Rhodes wins the tie, wins the the Royal Rumble goes on to main event WrestleMania. Cuts promo after promo after promo that was phenomenal. Everyone's happy. Right, every time you see it, Cody's on top. He's the guy. If you put him, if you go on DraftKings and you could bet on WWE, (laughs) I will bet a thousand dollars every time on Cody Rhodes to win. But I wouldn't have not put my money to put Cody Rhodes over at WrestleMania, and this is why. If Cody would have won the titles, what is next for Cody Rhodes? Who do you who do you put? Who do you put in front of Cody right now that would have made it good storyline-wise that you invested into to, to Cody?
1: You ready for this? We're off the WrestleMania, right? Cody comes out, right? Hits his promo. He's getting beat up by Solo, right? And then the Usos come in, right? Randy Orton comes out. That sets up SummerSlam. You have months and months and months yeah, but,
0: okay. to set it but, up. But why is Randy helping Cody when Here's he's getting thing. beat he's up by the help him.
1: He's going to help him, and he's going to RKO Cody after. Because that's now, what Randy Orton That's Randy on right there.
0: Now, guess he's what? He's
1: going to act like he's a friend, and then they're going to RKO you.
0: Now, guess what? You know what's happening right now? Everything that you just told me, they just took they took Randy out and put Brock in. Now they're giving him the John Cena treatment. Now here's now now listen to this, right? And I thought about it because last night I was like, oh my God, this is bullshit. I definitely like vented like on Twitter and stuff like that and Instagram and, and everything. And then you have time to process this. And then you're like my wrestling mind starts going off and you start exactly. thinking about all the times of like of Brock Lesnar's history, right? But here's the thing what better way to continue the Cody Rhodes story? But to continue to make it hard. Now you're making it harder for him to get to this title. Because Roman is putting so many different blocks in front of him. And this is one of the things that we loved about AEW. When Jericho, when it was done to Jericho, when he had to go through the whole stuff with the MJF stuff, when Jericho had to do it to to uh you know to to other people that he was that he was wrestling up against, you know what I mean you wanted to see like the different levels and can this person make it through all these levels that at the end they go and they accomplish that goal of what they want so now what better way than to put Brock Lesnar in the way of Cody Rhodes exactly let Brock Lesnar exactly what he did last night on raw beat the living shit. Of that Cody. shit was bad. I'm right? Damn. Now now you feel more for Cody. Now you want him even more to win and say, yo, I slayed the beast. Now bring me Roman again. Because guess who gets involved in this one? Roman necessarily doesn't need to get involved in this. But you know who else needs to get involved? Paul Heyman. You know who else is going to sit there and, and, and get involved? Brock Lesnar and they're going to work together because now Paul Brock will listen to Paul and Paul is the puppet master of everything. He's had two phenomenal champions that he has managed to greatness. And now he can use his ex client to take care of his current client's situation. And then when that doesn't happen, the wise man goes back, and he says, "What are we gonna do next, Tribal Chief?" And that's when we get that matchup. I would say Backlash, but I think what's the next pay per view after this? I think it's Money in the Bank, right? It after should be. Backlash, it, it yeah. should, no, no, no. It's Backlash, a Saudi show, Only and then Saudi and shows. then money and then Money in the Bank, and then it's uh, SummerSlam. So you you still have like two to three pay per views where Cody could have to go through some type of obstacle in the company. Right. It's going to, it's going to happen. This is, he's, he has the Rocky moment. Rocky starts off. Okay. In the first round, he's getting his ass whipped. And then the final round, which to me would be SummerSlam is where you, 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 you just close it all out and you let Cody win the titles. Roman can enjoy the rest of his summer. I'll see you next year. I'll see you at the Royal Rumble. I think that's a because once once Roman takes a break, I don't think we're gonna see him for the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be chilling. He'll probably come back next year. Royal Rumble may be surprised. Bobby right. wins it, maybe I don't know. Who knows? So now But here's the out. here's the question. Here's the question yeah. before you before you continue. Right. Let's say that this does happen, hypothetically speaking, right? Uh-huh. And Cody does go on to win the titles at Summerslam. Is that? Do you think that title win is going to be as big of a moment as it could have been at WrestleMania? I don't think so. I don't think they're ever going to reach that that like level of, oh man, this is storybook right here. This the crowd wants it. I don't think they're going to get that same crowd reaction at Summerslam that they would have gotten at WrestleMania.
0: It depends on who you put Cody in front of. Right now, you're putting Brock Lesnar in front of Cody Rhodes. That's a roadblock that he needs to go and achieve in order to go back to that main event roster. Now you're making him work rather than handing him these opportunities, right? You put Brock Lesnar in front of him. If you can, then you put Randy Orton in front of him. Which is right? bad if you cannot put Randy Orton in front of Cody, then I would say put Bobby Lashley in that spot. Ooh, right! Another big man you have to go through. I like that. Once you finish with Bobby Lashley, you get Money in the Bank. Who do you put for Money in the Bank? You put Seth Rollins. Ooh, there's already a story there. You guys you fought. Got, at Cody's going to beat him four times. Seth is going to do the job regardless. Let's let's let's, let's keep it one hundred. Seth needs to win Money in the Bank again. Him or LA I would Knight? love to I would love to see Seth Rollins win money in the bank but I don't I doubt that they'll give it to him. You know who I think they might give it to? LA Knight. LA Knight. He needs it. He yeah. needs it. He's so over right now with the crowd that you and he's and he's a Vince guy. If you have Vince McMahon back helping out with creative, LA Knight is going to win money in the bank. Oh, 100%.
1: Hopefully. I mean, guy could not even get on the card at WrestleMania in LA
0: which is crazy to me, but you know what? They already had the WrestleMania card already planned out.
1: Yeah. Well, triple Shandy A, Man triple A, A-, A- McAfee. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: You know what I mean? So the, you know, they, they try to make it as spectacle as, as much as possible, but that's how, that's how I see it. And then you bring on Roman Reigns in the summer and let him win from there. You, like, you, you got to build these, these obstacles in front of, you know, Cody in order to get him to, 100%. um, get to that top again. Because now if he's getting his ass whipped and now he thinks he's done and then another person comes in and now he has to fight all over again and then another person comes in and you stop with Seth Rollins where they already have beef with each other because Seth thinks everything was already handed to him, that Seth should be in that spot, which is true. I totally agree with Seth Rollins. When he he said definitely that.
1: should be in that spot.
0: Like Seth and Becky over the last couple weeks have said it. They're they're like, you know, I think Seth Rollins should have been the main event. I really should have, and he should have. You know, he's done so much for this company Where others were leaving or they were complaining on on Twitter. You never heard that from Seth Rollins. No, you only you only heard Seth Rollins batting for WWE. That's the first
1: time. That's really the first time you ever heard beef with Seth Rollins, yep. and it's wild because he's not lying. <laughs> Yeah. He has a point, man. The guy, what more does he have to do, man? Like, literally, what more does he have to do to get yeah. respect? I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves, honestly. I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and imagine if he leaves, right? Like, if he goes, I could see him. I, listen, the minute they find out he's a free agent.
1: CK's on the phone.
0: T- Tony is on that phone. He's putting the cocaine down. <laughs> and you're just like hey, I'll give you whatever you want. Blank check. Yup. Let me know what the number is and what what the number and what you want to do creative wise exactly. in AEW, and we will make it happen. Just give me Seth versus
1: Kenny, Man, please.
0: Oh, that would be a that's a that's, that's definitely a, a booking dream match that we all will want to see. You guys
1: want to talk about? kenny versus danielson at yep. the first arthur Ashe show which i was there i was in attendance yeah me too when i tell you that seth versus kenny would be 10 times better than that i believe it
0: yeah and i, I definitely want to see how you know what plays out. i don't think wwe will let seth rollins go no hell no they, they like out of all the people on that roster they will fight to keep seth rollins there because you yeah. know, if Seth Rollins leaves, most likely Becky Lynch is going to be like, all right, well, you know, he does help me with the baby. We're on the road. Now, nah, he's not here. What am I going to do? Exactly. You Same know. thing with
1: Charlotte. I think Charlotte needs to leave, too.
0: Yeah, I think Charlotte could do uh, more. Like, she necessarily doesn't need to go to AEW. There's no point for I her. I think to Charlotte
1: go to- needs to go to Japan.
0: Yes. I could definitely see her doing things in Japan and working, and working there because she has that, that style. You know what I mean? He would be she, great in Japan. Yeah. Maybe even Mexico. With Andra, she, Andrade. Yeah, I mean, but she definitely will have to retrain herself in ring. Yeah, 100%. In order to, because, to, you know, Mexico and AAA, they're more faster than what she's used yeah. to. You know what I mean? That's why um, Sasha went out to Mexico to train and Japan to train because she knew she wanted right. to shift her style in different ways you know what i mean I'm, that's what I'm she's that's why eye. sasha is like a, a, she's an all-around talent like she could wrestle any style you put in literally front of any her. style you know what i mean which is that's why to me she's like the goat of the women's like the women's division and a whole you know impact wwe nxt AEW. you know what i mean mlw like she's that package. She's the person that you will put in front of, and you could put her in front of every anyone, and she's gonna Literally, have to. Do man.
1: And the fact she wasn't respected, actually, right. everything she did in WWE is mind boggling. She's number two out of the four horsewomen. Let's mm-hmm. be real. There's Charlotte, and then there's Sasha, and then you could go Becky Bailey. There's always Charlotte and Sasha, one and two, and they didn't. They rather pay Becky charlotte money and not pay sasha at all yeah which is ridiculous man girl main evented wrestlemania twice like
0: i don't know and then you know then they lost her now she's doing big things outside of the uh Mercedes Mercedes yeah, she's, doing big, she's doing really big things outside of WWE which everybody knew she was going to do um, now, now it's just to see what Trinity does she was at the ROH supercar I, saw, show. That. I saw that uh, but Trinity
1: looking, in ROH does not yeah. fit at all Yeah, not like, at all. he
0: looked at Athena after her match and everybody was just like hmm there could be something there uh, but I wouldn't I would not put Trinity in oh. ROH
1: not at all. She doesn't fit the style no. of R H. She's like a, she's an A.W. girl through. And yeah. But, you know, she needs you to be put her on A.W., she's television. She cannot be in Ring of Honor. She's not that technical. She's not that aggressive. She's like a celebrity. So you put her on yeah. A.W. weekly television. Mm-hmm. R. H is for diehard wrestling fans.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, it's not for people that, like, are pretty much want the mainstream aspect of wrestling you Mm -hmm. know the sports entertainment i guess you could say roh keep that for the true Bloods, man
0: please (laughs) yeah exactly i mean you gotta you you have to keep it uh original for roh you never want to um make it too mainstream because then it's just gonna lose the lackluster that people have for uh for the company and a lot of fans are gonna end up just turning their backs on it and say oh we we turn to roh because we know it's just it's just straight up wrestling you know what i mean don't try to give us a cookie cutter approach to yeah. trying to the company itself. You know what I mean? And
1: man, it's been amazing so far. TK's doing a great job, man.
0: Yeah. Um, I guess that, that that's every. I mean, that's everything from the from the past weekends. I you know, we, we're like 40 minutes into this. Uh but I want to ask you though, before I let you go, before we wrap things up around here, uh what what got you into wrestling? My father. <laughs> okay. My father's a big, my
1: father's a big wrestling fan. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, my dad's from Puerto Rico, so you know he know about the colognes.
0: Mm-hmm. And then I remember
1: watch, I remember him like watching wrestling when I was a kid. I started watching really? when I was like four or five years old. So I would just watch it with him, know nothing that's going on because I'm a child. Mm-hmm. But then as time went on, you know, so I in the action figures, and then I started you know getting the shirts, and I'm watching weekly and watching Shawn Michaels, I'm watching Triple H. Cena or in Edge, I'm watching it all, you know? And then it came a time when I was, you know, about like nine years old. And I'm like, yo, like, I really love wrestling. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Like, this is so fun. And, you know, when you're a kid, you get the whole aspect of, oh, my God, this is so dangerous. Right. He's going to kill him, you know? And then you get that one person when you get older, as time goes on, you're like, you know, wrestling's fake, right? And then oh, you're yeah. like, what? "What? I don't. I'm a child. Don't tell me that." <laughs> and then you get picked on, and it it goes on. But man, uh, there was a time though, in a ruthless aggression era, where I stopped watching wrestling for years, right? Because it it got to the point where I'm like so bored watching it because it was just it was like black to me.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then I I got introduced to TNA, and I was like, "Oh my." I'm like, who's this AJ Styles guy? Yep. Who is it? And then I'm looking. I'm like, wait, that's Kurt Angle. That's Sting.
0: Uh-huh. I know
1: those guys. Jeff Hardy.
0: Yep, and then Hogan and then, comes in and flair.
1: And then Hogan ruins everything. Um, <laughs> man, I hate Hulk Hogan with a passion. I think oh, he's my horrible. God. I think Hulk Hogan had the worst finisher in wrestling. A stupid leg drop. I think well, he's, he's a think joke. He's paying,
0: for, he's paying for it now. So,
1: Oh, man. But yeah, I'm like I'm watching TNA and I'm like, yo, like this is way better than what I was watching on WWE. Right. So I was strictly just watching TNA, and I fell in love with TNA. I fell in love with Samoa Joe. I fell in love then Rob Van Dam came. I fell in love with Jeff Jarrett. I'm like, oh my god, this is this is what I think wrestling should be, you know? Right. And then Bischoff comes in, and then Hogan comes in. They go from TNA to Impact Wrestling. And then slowly but surely things start going this mainstream wrestling. I'm like, yeah, this is, isn't what I fell in love with. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go back to WWE because it's pretty much the same thing. So then I became a fan of WWE again, hoping and praying, you know, a new company will come. And then AEW comes when yeah. I'm basically in my 20s. I'm <laughs> in, <mean>, damn. <laughs> I think AEW is probably top-notch wrestling company in the world right now. To me, Mm -hmm. people have the other opinions, but AW just is amazing. Like, growing up, I really only knew WWE and TNA. I I heard spectacles about Ring of Honor, but, like, I wasn't a die-hard wrestling where I was going to find a way to watch it. I didn't know about New Japan at Mm -hmm. all. And now I'm like a New Japan mark, which is hilarious. And I honestly... When you think about it, like, I honestly think probably (laughs) Triple H on black and gold NXT, man. Right. I knew nothing about New Japan. And then he brings in Nakamura, and I'm like, who is this guy?
0: Right. And then then you start going down that rabbit hole. And then
1: I go down the rabbit hole, and I'm like, wait, Bullet Club. I'm like, wait, that's AJ Styles. Wait, Bullet Club. That's Finn Bal. When was Finn Balor in New Japan? And then it goes on and on. You're like, oh, damn. And then you discover Kenny Omega, who's the greatest wrestler in the world. Of course. And, man, I just fell in love with the whole Bullet Club aspect of Japan wrestling style. It's amazing. And here I am now, 23 years old. I'm a Mark, House of Black. Let's go. I got almost every possible AEW figure. I have a whole container of AEW figures in here.
0: Are you going tomorrow night to Dynamite? Yes, I am. You are? Yes. Okay,
1: like, you want to hear something funny right since aw has come to the east coast i've been to every single east coast show
0: yeah i've been to every single new york show i've Same been to here. both
1: Arthur ash i went to full gear this past november
0: uh-huh. which was
1: absolutely
0: you know what i was gonna go to i was gonna go to full gear and then i decided to opt out out of it
1: oh man it was six. at the
0: it was at the presenter center right yes and yes. a friend of mine she had went and she was just like, I it was like, she said she couldn't hear much the last time she was there. Um, I know there was like some audio issues that they had. And I think that was like the first time they went to the prudential center. And I was thinking, like, man, full gears gonna oh, be Oh, yeah, because they did like,
1: a couple uh Yeah, of I, was like, grand man, should I, I was
0: like, should I go? And then I decided not to, and I just watched it at home. Um, uh, but anything like I've I've been to both Grand Slams, um, and every time they were at the UBS arena, I'm there. Um, I will be there tomorrow, uh, so I will definitely me? we'll definitely link up and we'll you know we'll get a a, a quick picture. You I'm know? Saying,
1: I'll be in uh section one eleven, I think. I
0: don't. I could, you know
1: what? I'll, I'll Probably tell you cool. right I now. think one eleven is my section. But man, yeah, yo. I'll,
0: tell, I'll tell you what section I'm in right now. Huh, well,
1: here you should have been there, man.
0: It, I mean, you know what? Not, it was a it was a really good pay per view. You said one eleven. I'm in 108. Oh yeah, so
1: we'll, we'll definitely link up man. right there. So we'll definitely to, link up.
0: Yeah. we'll
1: we'll take a quick flick
0: yeah but um i'll leave you with this so you're the gm you can pick five guys five girls all all the companies are involved it's not just one right so five and five five girls five guys who do you have who's your starting five on the men's side
1: I literally did a starting five. I did a, my top five on Instagram the other day, and it was let's see if I remember who I put. I had <laughs> I had Kenny number one, of course.
0: Uh huh.
1: I had Cody, uh, Hangman, of course. Okay. It's my three, two more. Oh man, I gotta go. Will Ospreay, man. Okay. And then my five. Oh man. Who's my five? I can go anywhere with this. You know, I'm going to go Cody Bushy.
0: Okay. That's a good go line. Cody
1: Bushy. Right? So I'm not, so right. My I'm a, woman.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm the biggest mark for Jamie Hayter.
0: Oh, love Jamie Hader.
1: I think she is going to be the greatest AEW Women's Champion. So she's my number one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Number two, Charlotte. Okay. I got three, Rhea Ripley. Four, I'll go Mercedes. Uh-huh. And 5? Oh, man, it's a toss up. Cuz I could go either I can go Bianca or I could go Tony Storm. You know I'm going to go Tony Storm. Okay. Tony Storm. That's my 5.
0: Nice. That's a it's a good lineup. It's a good lineup. How about you? What's your what is your 5? Oh my god. Uh I would definitely put Will Ospreay on that as number 1. Uh Seth Rollins Got to put Austin Theory.
1: Theory, wow.
0: Yeah. Uh, Chad Gable, and I have to say, Montez Ford. Those are like my my five. Uh, for for women, I, I'm, obviously, I'm going to put Jamie Hader on that one. Um, Thunder Rosa.
1: Thunder Rosa, yeah.
0: That I'll put Thunder Rosa on there. Uh, there's a girl in the New York scene that I think is uh, a phenomenal talent, and she's just gonna go uh, places. So I'm gonna go Indies on this one, and I'm gonna say Cosmic from um, Battle Club Pro. Think she's think she's amazing. She can go definitely go places and be strong on on the women's side. Uh, definitely Mercedes on this one, and I will have to probably say um, I'm gonna go back to the Indies again. And I'm gonna say Trisha Dora. Oh yeah. I I, I love oh, the Indies. God. Yeah, I love the Indies. Yeah, I'm, I, I, try, I'm I,
1: trying to get into the Indies. Yeah. Like it's so hard because there's so many good companies.
0: Yeah. And Definitely indies- I'll I'll shoot you over um uh, a company that's here in New York. They do a lot of events like in Brooklyn. Yeah and I think you would like it. And you're in Staten Island. You ever heard of Warriors of Wrestling?
1: Yeah, we got that over here.
0: Yeah, I go there a lot of the time, too, and watch their stuff. They're pretty good, too. I like, you know, the the talent that they have there. Um, But, yeah, listen, man, thanks for, for stopping in nice and, for and chatting man. it up. You know what I mean? Uh, hopefully, you know, I'll see you tomorrow over at the UBS Arena. Most definitely. Um, anytime you want to come back on. By all means, just shoot me a, a message, and you know gotcha. we, can, we can always I'm chop it up. I'm
1: open forward, man.
0: You know what I mean, and uh we're you know we're at it. Before we get out of it, because I always I always mess this part up. But guys, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Don't forget every single Monday at 7:30, you could join myself, Toe, and Show. We do the Monday Night Raw trivia slash watch-alongs on YouTube and Twitch. If you guys are really knowledgeable with wrestling trivia, by all means, jump on in. We have two rounds of trivia that goes on um, every Monday, starting at 830, which is round one. Round two is at 930. Uh, At the 10 o'clock hour, we're going to bring in something a little bit new because I know a lot of people get bored with Raw on the third hour. So we're going to do something that makes it a little bit more fun for people uh, to to tune into the uh, to the show. Uh, Don't forget to check us out on Thursdays for Wrestling With Knuckleheads. That's at 9 o'clock on YouTube as well and Twitch. Uh, Don't forget to listen to the guys over at the Fit Cave and the Run In Podcast. Those are all a part of the uh, umbrella family that I have here of wrestling people. Um, But, guys, until next time, be safe and, and keep enjoying wrestling no matter what. Absolutely.